Alright, in the studio with me, Wes Juno. Of course, every Thursday he comes along to give you some financial tips. Hi, Wes. How's it, Anal? So good to be here again. <laughs> it's good to be here again. You said the festive season is something you enjoy very yeah, much. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in high spirits, yes. eh? Yes. Alright, even though finances are, <laughs> are grim a little bit. Yeah, not always. I mean, uh, there's, a, there's a positive side to everything. And yeah. December is normally a feel-good month for finances. So exactly. yeah, that's where I am at the moment. And going into a new year. So lots to plan and lots to look for. Okay, so this week's topic, uh, can you believe that it's week 13 of our chats? Yeah, yeah, it's gone it's, quickly. It's 13 weeks, I can't believe. Okay, so this week's topic uh, seemed to be a question that is in everyone's mind at the at the moment. If one had to look at the last few years with COVID and a record high interest rates, you know, those kind of things, it seems difficult to know uh, what will happen in 2024. That's very, very true. So are we headed for a crash or is cash the bank in the bank the safest investment? So what are some of the ways in which people can protect their cash and also find growth, Wes? Yeah, so I, I always think the best way to start is to say that none of us have got a crystal ball. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what the market's going to do. And I love it when I hear investment managers say that because it, investment managers can tend to be quite confident yeah. and uh, maybe arrogant. And to me, it's just a sign of humility of them going, hey, we don't know. We're going to do our best, but we really don't know. And and if we look back over the past three years, if we look at COVID, I mean, it's been a wild ride. Um, our interest rates are at the highest that they've ever been. Uh, at the heart of COVID, the markets crashed 30%. So if you had saved for retirement and you were going to retire that month, all of a sudden you've lost yeah. 30% of your value. And then within one month, it was right back up to where it was again. And so you actually just needed to do nothing yeah. and, and you would have been fine. And I had read that at the time, they said that in the history of kind of the stock markets, there had never been a quicker recovery. So in 102 year history, uh, there had never been a sharper fall and rise again in the market. So it's really difficult to kind of know what to do. Um, and bearing all this in mind, I would say there's kind of two lessons that you want to take from that. So the first one is that we want to try and protect our existing savings from these wild mm. and radical swings. And number two is we want to try and grow our savings as best as we can. And so in order to do this, there's kind of three topics that I wanted to touch on for today, which are number one, let's try and diversify beyond our borders, beyond South Africa's borders. Number two is avoid get rich quick schemes. Yeah. And number three is don't underestimate the value of good advice. Okay, let's start with diversifying beyond our borders. So when it comes to a way to even start, there are so many questions. And which currency do we use and how do we even do it and why is it a good idea? So maybe you can take us through the thinking um, The thinking here. Okay, so let's start with the why. So I think investing money overseas, that falls for me more into the category of protecting our investments. Mm. And the reason that I say that is kind of twofold. The first reason is that in general, the RAND weakens against other currencies. And um, there was a great article by 91. They did some research into this and they said that over the past 15 years, the RAND on average weakens at about 6% against the US dollar. And that's about right. That's our inflation. Um, and and so it makes sense if you look into the economics of purchasing power parity, I won't get into the technicalities mm, of it, mm. but where there's differences in interest rates and we've got higher inflation, that's about right. So I can remember being overseas in 2008 and the Rand dollar was, it yeah. was 8 Rand yes. to the dollar. And now it's kind ah. of at 18 Rand and that's a steady progression. So um, by investing in currency 
offshore, you're actually earning a double return because it's going to be invested in dollars or pounds and whatever mm. and grow. And if you ever had to bring it back, you, you've got that growth plus the RAND weakness that's going to accumulate over time. So it's a nice protection against RAND weakness. And then the second thing is it's diversification. That's what we're mm. talking about. So diversification is kind of putting your money into different baskets. So if something happens to it, um, if not all of it is affected. So if something had to happen in South Africa and you've got money invested offshore, it's unaffected yeah. by any kind of return here. So um, that is the reason why I think it's a great idea. And then just option-wise, I, I won't get into the technicalities of it, but um, sometimes the hurdle or the difficulty investing offshore is that it's quite expensive, expensive. to start. Mm. They, they normally want quite a large amount. Sometimes it's like 50,000 US yeah. dollars, yeah. which is, I mean, the average South African doesn't have 750,000 rand or whatever it is lying around. But there are ways that um, you can structure your, your uh, investment through an endowment or whatever. It's a little bit technical, but you can get that minimum down to, to kind of like $200. And um, there's ways that you can do it. And so uh, people are welcome to f- contact their broker or, or, or speak to us and someone at our practice can kind of help you through that process. Okay, so the second thing you mentioned uh, was to be aware of getting rich schemes. <laughs> yeah. Quick. I mean, come on, we, we know that it's been around for Man. hundreds of yeah. years. So why why does it seem like people fall for these schemes still, eh? I, I don't even want to say people. <laughs> I want to look at myself here because yeah. this week um, I nearly <laughs> fell for one. Not a, not a get-rich-quick scheme, but a scam. So um, we had ordered Christmas presents of Take-A-Lot and... Yo, immediately, almost a day later, I got a, a, a message on my phone from the post office, the South African post office, um, saying that they didn't have the correct house number and I need to update my address. So I was like, okay, maybe it's the take a lot yeah. delivery. So I update my address um, and then it takes me to another page saying, okay, but actually now you need to pay for, uh, because we came to your house and uh, they've got to now re-deliver it. Yes. And I, that just seems so strange to me. But then I looked at the website. It's it, it's like it looks exactly like the South African oh, Post Office website. No, like it, it really does. But sure. I mean, there's still an alarm bell kind of ringing where somewhere you go, in your head. Yeah, like this just doesn't seem right. Like I've never had to do this before. Um. So anyway, I, I looked at it. I could see the email address was not the South African Post Office. Okay. And then you Google it, and you can see that there's a scam going around. Yeah. And just today, in fact, there's oh. such a good. Article in MoneyWeb about um, a piano scam. I mean, if you can ever believe piano it, grand pianos, where um, the guy who wrote it in quite a humorous way said, you know, <laughs> uh, he got a, a an invoice from this company that was going to deliver a piano, and someone had died, and there was this great special, and if he wanted it, you, you had to pay for the delivery upfront. So he gets this invoice, and he uh, googles the address, and it's a mining company in the Northern Cape, and um, the SIPSI registration number doesn't like you can google those things there's no company that exists with yeah. that number um so he he kind of confronts them and says like listen your this is your 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 address on your invoice is this company and um so then they reply and they say actually sorry this uh piano is no longer for sale someone oh, else bought it no so man. he said no but i mean it didn't take long to register a new email address and within yeah. a minute he had a new email address and he emailed them and all of a sudden the piano is <laughs> back for sale so so look these uh these things are everywhere yes. and i think actually the the main point i, I got a little bit sidetracked there because that no, the article is just so funny but um there is no 
get-rich-quick scheme. We've said it before on the show, like the secret to actually accumulating wealth is just doing little things consistently. It's not possible, and, yeah. And if you, you should have those alarm bells ringing when someone says to you, you we can give you a guaranteed return of 20%. Mm. I mean, the obvious thing is that if you could do that, everyone would do that. But it's cease. And, and, and that is not the case. And kind of how it works with pyramid schemes is you, you get bought in a little bit because mm, mm. You, they give you this massive amount up front. But how it works is they're giving you other people's money. money and, yeah. and the longer it goes on, it they eventually fall apart. You read about it in the news yeah, always. And, you, and you lose. You know, you, you could end up being one of those big yeah. losers at the end. So sure. just avoid those things. Do your due diligence. If something doesn't, if it seems fishy, just it's so easy to just do a Google just search Google. and and check. Don't part yeah. with your money until yeah. you've done some due diligence. Very, very good advice. Don't part with your money until you're sure. Okay. And then in terms of not underestimating the value of good advice, what do you mean by that? So is that listening to hot tips from friends or being the first uh, into the next big thing? Or where do I get my advice yeah. from? It's definitely not listening to hot tips because that's normally <laughs> how you end up in these get-rich-quick schemes. Yeah. But um, this is actually quite cool research that's done by a company called Vanguard in America. And they found that the value of receiving good advice can add additional growth in your return. So it means your portfolio can do better by about 3% per annum. And and this is, they attribute this to the following things. They say your um, advice is going to help you with your asset allocation. So making sure that your asset class that you invested in is appropriate for your age and your risk and um, rebalancing that portfolio so as life circumstances change as markets change just kind of keeping on top of yeah. where how you should be invested behavioral coaching that's a great one in terms of um just you know times are tough or people they cut back on their investments but you can kind of see that in other areas of their life you know they yeah, haven't cut back they haven't so cut back. there's that behavioral coaching we mentioned also when markets fell over covid the best mm. thing to do is to leave it yeah. But it's so hard to do that. Um, and then helping when you retired and you're drawing your income down, helping with that drawdown strategy to make sure you don't run out of money and um, and also just to tell people to don't stop investing. investing. So, so on all of that, I would say that people really should consider just speaking to mm. a qualified financial planner. And, and again, for me, I would always say you want to speak to an independent broker. And what I mean by independent is they don't work for a company that's out there. Um, because generally, if they do, they're going to recommend only those mm. products. You want someone mm. independent that can go, hey, I'm going to give you the best of what's available. That's very, very good advice, uh, ironically, because we just spoke about it. Okay, so there you have it. It's three tips for investing in 2024, diversifying offshore, avoid get rich, quick schemes. Please don't do that and making use of independent financial advisor for your advice. So if anyone wants to get a hold of you to discuss any of this, they can email you uh, on Wes, it's W-E-S at gda.co.za or get your details off from the Facebook page. And if you're really struggling, let me know and I can send it to you here in uh, Steve. Thank you, Wes. Oh, lekker. Cheers, Lekker. And be lekker with your money this week. <laughs>